Mixed news out of the Tigray region. I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. The Ethiopian government has cut off the region from outside eyes. We'll delve into the story in a moment. Meanwhile, the holiday brings little cheer to those in prison, but we'll tell you how Christians are bringing in hope and help. Keep listening because there's a place for you in the story. We'll begin today in Ethiopia, where the military says they've had no civilian deaths since hostilities began in the Tigray region last month. However, Ethiopian doctors tell BBC News a different story. Two physicians who escaped the war zone report multiple civilian casualties. Voice of the Martyrs USA spokesman Todd Nettleton says, One of the challenges right now is to understand what's happening. In fact, the internet has been cut, the phone lines have been closed down. Just getting information out of that area is very, very difficult, even for my coworkers here at Voice of the Martyrs. Eritrea's involvement in the conflict poses another problem. Persecuted Christians from Eritrea fled to Ethiopia's Tigray region for safety. Now, Eritrean soldiers coming across the border, coming right into the region where these camps are for refugees, that presents a great challenge and potentially a great threat to these Eritrean Christians. So the future remains uncertain, but we know the God who holds tomorrow. Pray for Eritrean Christians who are in this region and are at risk as long as Eritrean soldiers are allowed to come across that border and conduct operations. Get the latest on the situation and more by signing up for our daily email. We'll connect you at missionnews.org. Next, the government of Bangladesh has begun resettling Rohingya refugees on a small island in the Bay of Bengal. The island, Bashanshar, only formed in 2006, and many worried it could easily flood. Vincent Michael of FMI explains the motivation to move the Rohingya. The locals in the area don't particularly like being flooded with all of the refugees. There's been tension between the refugees and the locals. There's also been a lot of crime in the camps, at least that that's been reported. And so the living conditions in these camps are congested and not very enviable as well. But is moving to an island really best for the people? It might actually make repatriation into Myanmar more difficult if that ever becomes a possibility for these refugees. There is definitely a real issue of once you're out on the island, are you just going to be stuck there or is there going to be a way back? Many Rohingya were forced to leave their homeland in Myanmar after suffering severe ethnic violence in 2017. They remain among the poorest and most neglected people in the world. Not only is the Western media kind of being blocked out, a lot of the watchdog organizations are being blocked out and a lot of the NGOs that would normally help are also being blocked out. So it's difficult to know what's happening. Pray these organizations will gain more access to be able to help the Rohingya moving forward. And pray also that many Rohingya would find eternal hope in Jesus. And the holiday season can be especially hard when you're missing loved ones, mourning broken dreams, or feeling forgotten. But there's a group of people struggling with all of these things. Prisoners. Doug Cooperi with Crossroads Prison Ministry says, Especially at this time of year, it tends to be a season of grieving grieving for what has been, what could have been, for the things that they have done that brought themselves into incarceration. And many of those that we serve are parents and brothers and sisters. To be encouragement, Crossroads recently mailed 17,000 Christmas letters to men and women in prison. For so many of them, it's the only word that they have gotten from outside the prison walls all month. Going into the new year, Crossroads is looking for more mentors to write letters with their students in prison. It's a meaningful opportunity to love others like Jesus. We often say that we as the church bring hope inside our prisons. But when we do that, hope comes back into our church. When we finally figure out that we are all broken people, all of us are broken, it's just a beautiful picture when we as the broken church walk alongside of broken people. 
Find your place in the story at missionnews.org. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. This month, Slavic Gospel Association offers My Father's House. It's a devotional written by women for women and uses the furnishings of the Old Testament tabernacle as object lessons, along with stories of ministry to Slavic women for your spiritual growth. So get yours free when you click on the banner ad at missionnews.org. That's missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.